Hey, and welcome to Jesse's World, where we work together to become our best selves. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 21 of Jesse's World podcast. Uh, we're just we're just so dedicated to becoming our best selves here. And if you've been tuning in every week, I'm really proud of you. And if you're just catching us now, that's okay. This is episode 21, and uh, we've been working together, but we're going to continue to do the work. So just jump on in like double dutch. If you're upwardly mobile, uh, go-getter, and are committed to improving yourself and your life, this is the place for you. I'm Jessica Lambert, a.k.a. Jessica Vibes with a Z, and I am your host. Check me out on Instagram. Okay, today we will be discussing all things self-awareness and how to use this very critical skill to improve yourself, your life, and your business. Yeah, man, we're talking about holistic healing here today, guys. Well, pretty much every episode. So we will focus on solution-focused self-reflection. This gets a little deep, guys. We're doing real work today. So if you got sleeves, roll them up, all right? I'm over here in my cutoff, so I ain't got no sleeves right now, but I'm still ready to do some work. Um, Okay, so solution-focused self-reflection and the role of the, the self in the attainment of your goals. So like what you have to do, what you're looking at it from you as an entity and your role in attaining your goals. You get what I'm saying? It is the most helpful in eliminating rumination and instead helps you improve um, basically your outlook and helps you move toward a future of positive, you know, forward-looking behavior. So basically, what is rumination, okay? It is defined as engaging in a repetitive and negative thought process that loops continuously in the mind without an end or completion. Basically, it's when a negative thought plays over and over in your head and it's hard to stop it. It can happen as a result of trauma or stress and it can be very detrimental to your health because when you repeat this negative thought in your head, you basically are repeating the stress that you felt in that moment. So for example, if it was a bad breakup, you're repeating the sadness, you're repeating the anger, you're repeating the hurt. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know like for me, I felt a like, you know, First of all, we, we all, I will talk about this during Tessie time, but we lost takeoff this week. It affected me. Um, it affected me because it tapped not only just because takeoff, obviously he's a fantastic artist and you know, anyone who knew him all he says what a great person he was. And it's always hard when it's a young, it's a young man. He was only 28, you know? So he's young and, and at like for me as a mom and, like I said, I'll pick this up at Tessie time, but it affected me. And what I noticed is it tapped my trauma. Like it, it reopened past trauma, like just from other losses in my life. And, um, and, and it was playing in my head. I know how that, you know, you have to watch your mental health and you have to watch how things can affect you. Okay. Um, so watch your trauma. And so by kind of shifting by knowing yourself, like I'm aware, so I'm able to stop that. Like I'm able to tap in and stop it. Um, but it is 
a way that people who are like, if you're not self-aware, it can become an issue for you. So that is a very long winded way to say we're going to focus on a very positive way to kind of improve your connection to self and then utilize that connection to improve your personal life and your professional life. And it's going to be dope. So yay us. Um, you know what? We're, we're all about the healing, the wellness, and the becoming our best selves at Jesse's World. And we're always going to sol- focus on the solution. So I felt like it was only fitting today to focus on solution-focused self-reflection. And basically to help point you to a future that's bright and happy and healthy and wealthy, my dear. Um, <coughs> forgive me. I won't be editing that. I did cough, but I have a little cough today, so I think I can't edit it out. And so I'll take sips of water here and there. Um, yeah, <coughs> I'll take sips and water here and there, but I didn't want to miss this episode. So bear with me guys. Progress, not perfection. Uh, we're still going to get it done. Okay, it's Tessie time. So before we get into healing and reflection and connecting with self, uh, we're going to talk some real, real, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm sipping my water. We're so 100 over here, aren't we? We're such a like raw, honest podcast. I love it. My connection with my listeners is amazing. I get a lot of DMs from you guys. Uh, on Instagram and I get a lot of feedback and it's all love and I know it's it helps people and it helps me too you know I stay accountable so I love it but um it's Tessie time and I'm about to to get real okay I'm sorry but it has to be done we're talking about black on black crime so in 2019 I released a poem called becoming black history becoming black history and um, I'm going to speak about that momentarily, but first let me say this, okay? This week, we lost a loved member of the hip-hop community, but even more important, a member of our black community, and even more important, a member of our young male community take off, okay? It's tragic. Because, I don't know, since this tragedy happened a few days ago, and since Takeoff is a legendary pop icon and one third of a very popular group, Migos, which I'm sure, I'm sure you are aware of his untimely death. And I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure you've seen that it's broken hearts around the world. It might have broke your heart. It definitely broke mine. And... I would like to offer, obviously, for what it's worth, my condolences for his family. I have prayed for them. I think prayer is so important. It's like such a priceless gift and a precious gift that you can give anyone um, that that needs your that needs you. It's what we should do as human beings, I believe. So even when I look at the news, I I told my son the other day, I don't read the <laughs> reading the news is a long process for me because. I'll see people that need prayer and I'll stop and I'll pray for 
like literally each story I, I pray for different people in the news. Um, but this was a special prayer and this is for takeoff and his soul. This is for his family. Um, and just, this is for our community, our healing, our black men. And, um, it hurts me because it, it highlights again, um, the need that, you know, we need to address the issue of young black men continuing to be a target of aggression from within and outside of our own community without judgment because judgment doesn't get anybody anywhere. We can't judge, like we can't be pointing fingers and judging ourselves at this point. We need to be healing ourselves. We need to be loving ourselves. I released a poem, that poem in 2019 that spoke, that speaks out against what I called the endangered black male, endangered black male. I note in the poem that there is more money, energy, and effort and collaboration to save the black rhino, which is facing extinction, than there is being spent to save the black male. To me, I understand the need to save the black rhino and I support that, but we are not putting time, energy, effort, money, organization behind and in support of our black men. We're not doing that and that needs to happen. Like, I'm going to say it straight. I, I'm, I am a sister and a daughter and a mother of black men. I don't have the, the, I can't, I can't be quiet. I can't be silent. It has to happen. My time, energy, money, resources, and it needs to happen across North America. It needs to happen in Canada where I am and I see my black men need support. And it needs to happen in America where I also see my black brothers need support. And I'm not saying other people don't need it because I know that's the very next thing when you speak up and you say, Hey, help. Everyone wants to say, okay, well these other, and I'm never going to take anything away from anyone else. I am focusing on this topic. I am focusing on this. This is Tessie time. So this is my time. Tessie time. Hi, I'm Tessie. This is my time. Okay. To tell you what I am concerned about. I am concerned about the endangered black male. I am concerned about aggression toward black men from outside of our culture and from within our culture. I am concerned that, I mean, and yes, there is a concern within the hip hop community to a degree. I, I, I have some young people cause I work with independent artists saying they're concerned about putting out their music because they don't want to be a target. And that that's horrible. That's horrible. We like, we want artists to flourish. We want people to live their passion and live their success and live their life. Guys, tell me like DM me at Jessica vibes, B I B yo, it's J E S S I C A V I B E Z. Okay. That's, that's where you find me on Instagram. You let me know what you think the solution is, because what I'm saying is we need time, energy, money, resources. We need a coordinated fund. We need people, all levels of community members participating in solutions. I mean, businesses, nonprofits, community groups, small businesses, solopreneurs, programs. We need to tap into people who like me, I grew up in the hood. I grew up around these issues 
and I made it out of the hood. I went to school. I came up. I did my thing and I worked really hard to do it. Okay. So I would be a good person to talk to because I actually walked the path and other people have walked the path too. And as long as they're not still involving themselves or they're not like, I mean, you, you could have friendships. Just don't put yourself in, you know, don't put yourself in harm's way. Right. And if you have like a story, a success story, actually holler at me if you have a success story. Let's put something together. I'm, I'm a call to action. Like I don't just, I see a lot of people talking and that's good. That's part, that's like step one, talk. And I feel like we, we always get to step one. Every time there's a tragedy, we get to step one, talk. We, we do that. We do, we do. Okay. I'll give us that. But step two, guys, step two is action. Step two is action. And what I see are lip, sometimes there's short, there's what short term funding one year, two years, the government will go, Oh, this is a big problem. Okay. This is the flavor of the month. Here's a year or two of funding. Our issues are long-term systemic pervasive issues that need a lot more funding than two years. Second of all, you cannot give the funding to people who have never dealt with the issue. They don't know what to do. They're just making stuff up. They're not addressing the true like internal work that needs to get done. So for example, job creation is wonderful. So you'll go and you'll give it to people who are creating jobs and they may have no idea what these people actually need from a personal development thing. Even if they included personal development, they actually don't know what's needed. They actually don't understand where the issue lies within the personal development. They can't, they can't understand it if they didn't live it. They don't have that lived experience. We need people who have seen it, who have watched their friends go through it or went through it. I don't care if they went through it, if they changed their life, that's people change. That's what we want. This is transformative experience. We want people to transform and have positive outcomes. This is what matters. Truly, truly what matters. Those people need funding to be role models. Those people need to imp help improve things, right? And then we need to, to study that, study the outcomes and learn from it and see what worked and what didn't and fund more of what works and fund less of what didn't but don't stop funding after two years. This is not a two year problem or what have you. You understand? Oh, and don't say it has to be a nonprofit because I've worked in nonprofit. I worked from frontline straight through to executive director. I have tons of years experience working in nonprofit. I know it in and out and I've held several roles within it. What I'm saying is there are competing priorities there. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it isn't. Okay. What, what I know is that different people have different things to offer. It could be a solopreneur. It could be an artist and it could be a recording artist that just like really has a passion. It could be like me, a mother, a sister, a daughter who's saying, no, sorry, I've seen too much and I want to help. I love, I love my young black men. I love, I love all, all my black men. I want them all to stay alive to be healthy and well and succeed. Sometimes I have women say, well, why don't you support women? I do support women. But right now I see, I'm being honest, this is what I, my lived experience, I see black men are targeted from every which angle. They're surrounded and they need our help and we need to 
love them and incubate them and soften the blow and, and help them, we need to help. Guys, we need to help, man. We need to form a protective shield around our young black kings so that they're safe, even from each other. And if you care as much as I do, because I'm getting teary, DM me at Jessica Vibes with a Z. Let me know what you think the solution is. Let me know where you think we should begin, right? I don't know. I just can't in good conscience, in good conscience, remain inactive. It's not enough to just get upset in the moment. It doesn't change anything. Okay, my call to action is contact me. Hashtag black men matter. All right, let's work on it. Let's work on it. All right, that's Tessie time. We're on to our topic. Back to our regular programming. But, you know, I had I had to address it. And rest in peace, take off. God bless your beautiful soul. Okay? All right. I've said my piece. So, topic. How to use self-awareness to improve your life. Bop, bop, bop. Are you ready? Well, that's probably the wrong song effect, sound effect. I have a tendency to do that. I have a tendency to just... Sometimes do the, say the wrong thing at the wrong time. But anyways, on to our regular programming. How to use self-awareness to improve your life. So I hope you're ready for this. Very awesome, very transformative experience. You might want to grab a pen and paper because you're about to get schooled. I'm going to take a sip of water. Seriously, though, you might want to pull up your notepad on your phone, grab a pen and paper, do something. Or just meditate and listen. All up to you, my darling. All right. So, having a better understanding of ourselves can lead us to a more fulfilling and successful life. So let's dive into what is self-awareness. What is this journey I'm trying to take you on? The definition is basically an awareness of one's own personality or individuality, or simply put, to know thyself. Self-awareness was first termed in 1876. Um, so it's, it's, it's a concept that we've understood as humans for, for some time. Um, and in short, it's the ability to see ourselves clearly and objectively. So think about that for a minute. Do you think you see yourself clearly and objectively? I know a lot of you are going to say yes, but I'm going to give you some Shocking statistics um, a little later on. Okay. In knowing yourself, you connect with your inner gifts, your life's purpose. Ooh, it sounds like some of Jesse's world's things, you know, why we get together. And you're honest about where you are in relation to where you want to be. So, so, so important. Okay. When things bother or trigger you, you stop and look at it and learn from it. And you see yourself in relation to the world as opposed to being of the world. You understand? You're not just reacting emotionally to everything. I remember when I was younger, um, it's, it, you know, self-awareness, it, it, it should come with some sense of maturity, but we're going to talk about it. It actually starts, if you've come from a functional family and a good home and 
you know, you're not, you've not been the victim of lots of trauma. It really should have started around 18 months old. You'd start to build your self-awareness. Um, I had a lot of trauma in my childhood. I was speaking with my son about it today saying like, wow, they talk about the first five years of your life being the most formative years of your entire life. And in the first five years of my life, it was, I had gone through so much. I honestly had gone through probably more than most people go through in their entire life. Um, and those were my formative years. So God's amazing because thank God I'm here talking to you and I'm a positive person and I'm a bright person and I'm filled with light. But if I think to those first five years, oh, wow. That's why I know there's a God, people. That's why I know there's a God. You know what I'm saying? That's why I know there's a God. Because no little innocent child, baby, would go through the things I went through and come out positive and loving and a cheerleader for many and just, you know what I mean? Like, thank God I'm okay. Thank God I'm a good soul. I'm really grateful. God is so good because, Jano, formative years. So that's when you would be developing your sense of self. I'm really glad. I do feel like I have a strong sense of self, but I also know that it's not something you, you stop working on. And I know that self-awareness could be one of those things that you think you have and you might not have it unlocked like you think. And that's why we're all going to do what we need to do today. Okay, guys? So tap in, mentally connect and focus. I need your attention. Okay? And knowing yourself, you connect with your inner gifts, with your purpose. Okay? And if you remember, Jesse's world is all about that. Okay? Our work is to help people become their best selves. And self-awareness is very, very much the first step toward your journey towards success, happiness, healing, and abundance. Also, please note, if you regularly participate in things that pull you away from yourself, like avoidance, self-medicating, or suppression, this will delay your success. Or even if you've managed to somehow achieve success in life, these things will threaten your success. And we see this when we look at the fall of celebrities and often um, people's careers are ruined because they're not connected to self. And so they participate in destructive behaviors. So even though they have reached a level of career success, their mastery over self didn't happen and there's a disconnect. You don't want that. You need to develop your self-awareness and you need to pull yourself away from or stop things like avoidance, suppression, self-medication. It's cr really critical for self-sustained success and wellness. And particularly in the black community, these things have been highlighted as an issue because of the type of unique issues that we like face and unique family circumstances that we often have. We can be at a heightened risk for developing these tendencies, avoidance, suppression, self-medication. And these things, it's not possible to develop your self-awareness, which is so important to success in life, if 
you are doing these things. So you, you can't be doing them. Okay. You just can't. Um, also in the black community, we're not always encouraged to do the deep, meaningful work of connecting with ourselves, figuring out who we are, what we love, how we want to relate to the world from a position of a strong sense of self. Uh, but if that is the case, and I'm not saying it always is just, it can be, it's, it, there's studies that's been done and it shows that we do lack in these areas, you know? And so if that is the case, just know it's never too late, no matter what your nationality is, it's never too late to embark on that journey. And I invite you to do this with me every single week as part of the podcast, because I'm doing it with you. I learn every week. I'm, I, I don't just like, sometimes I talk, I obviously talk from a position of knowledge, but I do a lot of research for these episodes. I want to bring value to you like never before. I want you. I want you to be on a transformative journey with me and I want us to transition into the light of success and manifest awesome gifts in our life together. Okay, so that's what we're doing here. And while we all need to work on our self-awareness and to strengthen it, it is fundamental building block towards self-actualization. Okay, it is a fundamental building block. And we in the black community in particular have suffered from unique stresses and strain that can cause what's known as chronic stress. Okay. Which is rooted. Um, so that, that chronic stress comes out of something called racialized stress. So when you think about the type of things we see in the media, for example, or even takeoffs death, like that affected me. So that caused stress for me and it tapped new, it trapped old trauma for me and all of this. And so that would be an example of racialized stress and that can cause chronic stress and chronic stress is the root cause of many diseases and ailments like diabetes or blood clots or heart disease or weight issues and on and on and on. Okay. And then those things become underlying conditions, which then COVID feeds on. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So If you allow racialized stress to affect you, I'm telling you about this so that you're aware it is a thing and you're aware that being in that stress mindset then can become chronic stress that can then become disease that can then make COVID-19 much more dangerous for you. And it's just a snowball. So follow me. Stay tapped in. Every Thursday, I do a gratitude post on um, at Jessica Vibes with a Z. And um, I do different things on Jesse's World so, XO. So follow Jesse's World XO too. Follow Jessica Vibes with a Z. Tune in on this podcast. Just stay connected and supported. Because like I'm here to support you. And let's break that. Like, like Let's just put a break in the stress. Let's try to find ways to disengage from it. We cannot allow our minds to be controlled. Because it's, it, it, it's like a subliminal attack that will make, whether intentional or unintentional, it is attacking you and it is making you high, at a higher risk for sick, for sickness, for illness, for death. So I need to call your attention to this so that we can, we can break it, break it. And you break it by coming back to self, being mindful 
being aware of what affects you, being self-aware. I know it sounds like I'm giving you a lot of information real quick. I know often um, these podcasts flow nice and simple, but I'm not just shooting the shit, like for lack of a better term. I'm going to let you know this is really serious. This episode is so serious. This episode is about your health. I want, I literally am trying to, and, and I know I'm referencing the black community quite a bit. This is for everyone and this helps everyone. But I mean, today's episode in honor of takeoff and in honor of his memory and in honor of the fact that I myself felt so much stress from that, so much racialized stress from that, okay, that I know that other people feel that I see it everywhere. So I have to, I have to speak to my community as well. And I'm going to speak to everyone and I'm also going to address my community um, because I'm, I'm part of a small community and then a larger community. And then the humanity is every community. And I love everybody, but I know that everybody has unique challenges. These are the ones we're talking about right now. So guys, we're not going to give in to stress responses. And honestly, it, it, it can affect everyone. There's all types of people, like different people have had different things that different people have different things in their life that are triggers. So no matter who you are, if you see yourself being triggered, realize that that can create a stress response and that can, if that's happening chronically, like often, then that can make you at risk for health issues, okay? So you need to interrupt it. You need to come back center, come back to yourself, center yourself, connect with self, and you're going to learn. I'm going to give you all the steps and tips you need to do later, okay, guys? Later in this in this episode, I'm going to give you concrete steps, all right? When you consider the fact that from as early as 18 months old, self-awareness is a state in which the concept of the self reacts to social and environmental cues. So the baby knows like I am an individual and then I am an individual in this environment. I am an individual reacting to a social cue or an environmental cue. That's really amazing that that starts so young. And then when you look at adults and self-awareness being the capacity for a deeper self-reflection, which is what we do here, guys, is so important, okay? It's like you see this progression over time. And then if people have not built that, it's it, it stunts their social growth and it can stunt their success um, in professionally. And if it doesn't stunt their success professionally, but they haven't like truly mastered social cues, that's where, again, you have people going off the rails on their personal life and it bringing down their professional life as well. So people really don't understand that if you're going to invest in people, uh, even I work with artists and this is a big thing for them too, right? If you're going to invest in an artist or anyone, a, a basketball player, um, uh, you know, a, a, a corporate leader, it doesn't matter who you really do need to, or an entrepreneur, you need to ensure that the self-awareness piece and the personal development piece is also taken care of. We are whole people. That's why I do the topic and then I take it to the big boss vibes because I know that we no longer can separate self from business entirely. I mean, most of us work from our homes nowadays too, or many of us. And so like really the life and the, and the, and the professional is meshed. So yes. 
Um, if you were not conditioned at a young age to value yourself, to care for yourself, to see yourself as an individual within and in relation to a world and to nurture your individual qualities and positive traits that make self-care and self-awareness and your relationship with community and the world more difficult. It makes it more difficult if you've not been conditioned from young to know I'm an individual. I am a person relating to the world. You understand? Like you, I love myself. I nurture myself. You understand? I have needs. They deserve to be met. I have rights. Like all of these things. If these are not the messages you've gotten, that's going to make it harder for you to relate to the world. But the good news, because you know, anytime I come with a challenge, I come with a solution. The good news, guys, is it's never too late to start building your sense of self and your self-awareness, okay? Never too late. And I'm going to give you all your building blocks today because I'm that type of gift. You get a building block, and you get a building block, and you get a building block. Oprah up in this BZ, okay? That's what it is. So, mm-hmm. Brace yourself. It's about to get real. All right. Before I give you the building blocks... I want you to appreciate them. You know, I never like to give a gift without knowing that it's going to be appreciated. So I'm going to take a minute and let you know some of the benefits of self-focused, self-reflection, and the attainment of future goals. So if you remember in the beginning, I know I've used a lot of big words and terms today, but it's I think it's important for this episode for us to get a little nerdy with each other. You know, nerds who learn together stay together. Does that rhyme? Ha ha. But um, yeah, man, time to get a little nerdy, you know? So um, benefits of self-focused reflection. If you remember in the beginning, I said that psychologists are now diving deep into this whole self-focused reflection and the attainment of its connection to the attainment of future goals. And so what that means, that's a mouthful, right? is that when you focus on yourself looking forward towards your goals that you want to achieve, you have a better chance, like this has been studied, you have a better chance at succeeding in life. If you, now the other part of, so that's one part of awareness and and self-connection. The other part of self-reflection is looking backwards And saying like, here's all the things I went through, which has its role when it comes to healing. Like if you're looking back for the purpose to heal it and let it go, that's good. Don't spend too much time there, but healing, letting go. Okay. But if you're looking back and dwelling on it, then remember earlier we spoke about the fact that you could repeat negative things in your head and then What that does, it creates brain pathways that just kind of loop around and continue to do that. And then you're building a stress response and you're strengthening your stress response. And then that's impacting your hormones, cortisol and all that, serotonin and different levels are going down and up and out of whack. And so you don't want to produce all that cortisol that can create weight issues and that can create health issues and sleep issues and all types of drama. So 
That's the issue with dwelling. That's not what you're supposed to do. You don't want to harbor resentment. You don't, what doesn't even make sense. Harboring resentment. I have things I could be resentful for. Believe me, fam, I do. But here's the thing. It's going to hurt me. It's not going to hurt the other person because they don't care. They're going about their business already, you know? But inside of you, you're creating a physical stress response. Like I used to think it was a mental thing, like emotionally, you know, they'd say like, oh, don't be mad because it's not good for you. Or, you know, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die or, you know, things like that. And I just thought it was like an emotional thing. Nah, it's a physiological thing, fam. It will actually make you sick, like ill, like deathly ill. So since we know this, because we're evolving, because we're adulting together, then we know we can't have that. And so we have to interrupt it. So this is what we want to do. We're going to talk about the benefits of self-focused self-reflection and the attainment of future goals. First benefit is increased perspective, okay? It allows you to have an increased empathetic response to the plight of others. And of course, when you're more, when you have more empathy towards others, you improve your relationship and your connections with other human beings, which is amazing for business because it's networking, but on a personal level, right? Like if you want to save your your marriage or your relationship or your friendship, or you want to build good, good, strong bonds, you need to have a level of empathy. And I've met people and I know people quite well who lack empathy and it's very hard to connect because you're looking at them like, uh, hello, do you not understand? And the truth is no, no, they do not understand. And it's not even their fault. They actually just don't have empathy. And if you actually look up the definition of a sociopath, I'm not trying to like, you know, throw shade or nothing. I'm just saying, if you look it up, it actually says that they lack it, like that they don't have the ability to, to be empathetic. So really learning to be self-aware builds empathy for other people. And so this is, you want to strong arm that you want to pump that like a weight daily, man, because you don't want to be a sociopath, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Number two, um, it improves your self-control. So this is amazing because for me, I always talk so openly that I'm, 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 I'm trying to like be on my weight loss journey and I'm trying to like change my life and I'm trying to improve myself all the time. And so that takes a lot of discipline, a lot of self-control. Um, whatever your goals are in life, self-control, self-regulation, this is critical, whether it's eating habits or, you know, if you have negative habits you want to break or behaviors you want to stop or even, you know, what it even affects people's activity. Like some people might be more prone to criminal activity or other poor decisions, uh, risky sex. I don't know what, just things that are related to lack of self-regulation. Okay. Or self-control. So you improve your life dramatically when you understand that you have control over self, you connect with self, you understand why you do certain things, you know how to stop it. Yeah, man, it's a good thing. Um, improved creative works. Okay. So for the creatives, the artists, the visual, the, the, um, musicians, all of them, right. It's 
It deepens one's ability to go inward and reflect. And when you are able to go inward and reflect, um, you're able to access the internal gifts and tap into your creativity and master it, uh, master your art form more. And this, again, they've done studies and they've seen people's art um, really become more precise and more, more like, more, um, more mastered for lack of a better term, like to become a better quality. So it does that. Obviously you'll improve your social skills because you'll understand societal constraints and rules and how to fit in with society and how to succeed within social structures. And you won't be like out there, you know, breaking the law and being a crazy person. You, you'll understand etiquette too, etiquette and like manners, all of these things. It's so important to build relationships, to be able to work within business, to be able to, to just function in society. So huge, huge, big, big deal that you'd have improved social skills, uh, improved self-esteem as you're being welcomed into circles and your friends like you more, cause now you have empathy and society likes you cause you're not wilding. And then your self-esteem is going to go up and you're going to feel good about you. You're going to be fitting in, excelling and achieving in life. And it's going to be so dope. You're going to love it. Okay, you're gonna have improved habits, right? Because they're hard to change, but you you can change them, but that only comes through a result of heightened self-awareness, right? Because also, when you have heightened self-awareness, as we spoke about before, you also have better self-control. So you're gonna have improved habits. And you're also gonna understand your own strengths and weaknesses, which comes into play later. And I'll mention that again, when we switch gears in about two seconds to big boss vibes to look at the benefits on a professional level. And it comes up both ways because when you know your strengths and weaknesses, you know how to navigate your life, right? If you know like alcohol makes you crazy, then you know not to go to a bar, for example. I know that's a real simplistic example, but it works, it's concrete. And it lets you know knowledge of self and knowledge of your strengths and weaknesses can definitely help you play to your strengths and really limit your weaknesses. Okay, family? It's important. Next and last, last one I'm going to mention, there's actually a ton, but you know, I can't give it to all to you in one sitting, um, is that you get to step out of your, outside of yourself and understand life from different perspectives. I really appreciate that. I see over the years as I've grown and developed as a human being, I understand other perspectives more and like a lot more. And I'm really grateful because it, I see how that makes me a better person and I see how my ability to see other people from like to see what other people go through and see it from their perspective helps me be more relatable, helps me interact with others, helps me build better bonds, helps me broaden my friendship circle and my business circle. And it's just blessed. It's just a blessed all around good human thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's important. All right, let's switch gears and let's jump over to Big Boss Vibes for a moment. I know I'm like kidding you fast. I told you grab a pen, family. I'll take a sip of water just to, just to slow it down for you because I could see I, I'm giving it to you like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Hmm. All right, I'm a chill. I'm going to. I'm going to become laid back. It's like, I, it's like I'm giving you the information with the Tessie tone still. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill a little bit for you. All right. I just wanted to highlight the benefits of self-awareness in your professional life as well. Okay. Because I think it's important. 
With over 15 years of experience in bu- as a business strategist myself, I've helped so many executives and CEOs and independent artists and stuff um, really achieve the success that they're looking for. Uh, with a small and medium-sized enterprises playing such a large role in our economy, and with more and more artists opting to be independent entrepreneurs, self-awareness has never been more important, honestly. Self-awareness is the first step in developing yourself as an entrepreneur and an executive. An understanding of yourself and then yourself in relation to your business, your customers, your clients, your teams, your partners or shareholders or investors is so critical. Businesses rise and fall on people's ability to steer the helm. And you need a good sense of self in order to do that effectively. You understand? I've seen this a billion times. The ones who are connected to self, they win. Every time, man. Every time. But don't worry, I'm here to help you win, okay? And if you're winning, I'm here to help you continue to win and win even bigger. All right, here it is. So here is why it is very, very important that you, if you want your business to succeed, you must take the time. You must take the time. Like tune in every week, man. I see some of you guys tune in sometimes and not in others. Yeah, I'd be watching. And you're not going to get the transformation and growth you want. That way we need to, we need to formalize our commitment. I'm going to marry y'all. <laughs> every one of you. And y'all better show up every week and because we committed, all right? But um, really, on a, on a real, all jokes aside, you must take the time you need to pour into you, okay? To connect with you and to develop your understanding of and relationship with yourself. It's what we do every week and it's important. Okay, here are some of the reasons, you know. Here's some incentive on how it's going to help you with your business, right? So when you build a better sense of yourself and self-awareness, your business, you know, it depends on you and it needs you to be physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy, right? In order to keep your business healthy. And I learned that like I I was, I was sick in 2018 and all my business stopped. And I really learned like the life of an entrepreneur. I was, I was making money. I was working hard. I was, I, I was, I was selling houses. I had an agency with 500 actors and stuff. Like I was, I was killing it. I was hustling my butt off, but yo, if you're sick, it just stops. It just stops. So you need to understand that you need to pour into yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, know yourself. Cause if you don't know yourself, like pour into yourself, isn't go to the salon and get your nails done. Isn't go get a barber cut. Isn't, isn't go out with the boys. Isn't hit the club with the girl. It's not that it's sit and meditate. It's know yourself, listen to your intuition, hear your body talk to you. Sometimes my body says you need, I don't, I'm not a big meat lover. Like if you know me close, you'll know that I'm not really a big meat lover, but sometimes my body says you need red meat. Sometimes it says you need broccoli, like real talks. Like, and I go, okay, like I listen, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. So if it says you need sugar, it's lying. It's just, you want sugar that I see. I'm, I'm on to, but you have to know yourself. You have to know yourself. You have to know what's going on with you. So if there's something wrong, even 
health wise, you could catch that so early if you're dialed in. But if you're so disconnected to yourself, that means you might not even be connected to your body, right? You might not be hearing the cues. So please understand that, okay? Next, self-awareness helps you understand others too. And it will help you read people better. Remember, this is how it helps you with business. Helps you read people better and build more effective and successful team. If you're hiring people and you can't read people, that's that's a problem. If you can't if you can't see your own strengths and weaknesses, it's going to be difficult for you to see other people's strengths and weaknesses. You understand? So if you want to be like a better executive, a better manager, a better business leader, if you want to be building the best team, you need to tap into that intuition and therefore you need to build it. You understand? Also, you're better able to harness your inner strengths and use them to, to achieve your corporate goals. Okay. Um, and awareness of self will put you in a much better position to be able to build an authentic brand. This is so important. Like people don't get this one. I see this problem all the time. People want me to tell them cause I'm a consultant. People want me to tell them what their brand should be. Your brand needs to come from within your, your operative word, your brand it needs to be a reflection of you, your values, your beliefs, your authenticity. If it is not, it is not going to be sustainable because you will not feel passionate about it. One day you'll wake up, you'll discover who you are and you will feel like a fraud. You will feel disconnected to something you've built and you will have to start all over again or, or be unhappy. I don't want that for, for you. Why would I want that for you? I don't want that for you. I'm not going to allow that. So I'm going to tell you that you got to, uh, and some people don't want to do the work. And I, I mean, this is the story of my life guys, because I've always like, whether it was real like if it's real estate, I'm going to tell you the real, if it, if it's, um, professional development, I'm going to tell you the real personal development. I'm going to tell you the real, hmm. I'm, I'm never going to do, even if it doesn't help me, I could lose a, I could lose a client. But if it's better for the client, that's okay. Like, like really for me, I answer to God. That's who I answer to. So as long as God's good with me and I'm good with me, I'd like my son, you know, to, 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 to look like respect and my decisions and think good job, mom. Like I'd like that. Then yeah, man, I'm good. Like I just have to do what's right. What I feel is right. So what that means is like, if you're like, okay, I want to, I want to, I want to do this here. Here, Jessica, here's a hundred grand. Help me get this business going. All right. What do you want to do? And you have no idea. I'm going to tell you, you need to give me 125 because we need to sit down and work on you first. Now, a lot of people are going to walk away. I understand that. They're going to walk away. They're going to say, I don't want to work on me. Uh, I said, I want to work on this business. I got to make this money. I got to do, I'm not trying to work on me, but you know what? I know that you need to know your authentic brand. And, and if you don't, it's because you, you don't have that connection to self. So I'll work with you on that. I'll do the personal development with you. I, I mean, literally that's my first love. That's the first thing I did in life was help people on a personal development and did so much training in that area. 
happy to do it, but <clears throat> you have to see the value and you have to know, you know, or at least be willing. And then the value will reveal itself, even that. But yeah, your brand needs to be authentic. When you build your self-awareness, you're in a much, much, much better position to build an authentic brand that truly represents you because you know who you are now and you know what you want and you know what your values are and you know what your purpose is because you locked into your gifts and people will connect with that. People are attracted to authenticity. People are attracted to brands that really, you know, people don't like um, posers. It, there's a whole word for it, right? Fake, phony pose. Nobody wants that. Everybody wants authenticity. That's marketable. That's You feel good about that interaction. So, I mean, ha, I'm going to tell you be you, but you better know who you are to do that. You know what I'm saying? So that that's a big benefit, guys. Um, obviously, improved decision-making. When you know yourself and your purpose and your values, you're able to make very clear decisions that are in alignment with the direction that you know you want your business and your life to take. So, you know, you can have easy nose because you're like, no, nah, that's not, that does not fit with my brand. That does not fit with who I am or, or easy yeses. So that's awesome. And then of course you avoid public scandal. We talked about this earlier. Knowing yourself dramatically reduces the chances of you participating in risky or self-destructive behaviors that can lead to literal career suicide and real life issues, even life tragedies. So guys, I'm not playing right now. Like I'm giving you the antidote. I'm, I'm literally handing you for free. You're welcome. The antidote guys. So you need to like, like lock in. This is some real shit. Okay. Your success in business and in life starts with you. Okay. And your knowledge of you. Okay. That's just what it is. So what can you do? Or actually before that, let's say, let's talk about what could happen if you decided, meh, I hear you, Jessica, but honestly, self, self-awareness is just not my priority. Okay. Okay. I obviously don't have a crystal ball, <laughs> but I can tell you that some possible risks include engaging in risky behavior, which means accepting the outcome of, of said possible risky behavior, being impulsive, which means again, being willing to accept the consequences of such impulsiveness, difficulty maintaining relationships, difficulty understanding or relating to others, which means broke down relationships and difficulty in achieving goals that require focus and self-discipline and self-awareness. So self-awareness is the building, is um, a built-in guidance system to help you navigate your life successfully. It's what it is. I'm going to take a sip of water. You should take a sip of tea. I just spilt it everywhere. Ha ha. I'm one for the corny jokes, guys. Sorry, I love it. <laughs> All right. So now to get to the nitty gritty. How do you build self-awareness and your personal, in your personal and professional life? So how, how, how do you, where do you start? Even if you have it, this is a good refresher, but I'm going to tell you, most people think they have it and they don't. 
Okay. So, while being self-aware comes with the numerous benefits, the truth is most people are missing out. A study was conducted by psychologist Tasha O'Rich, and she found that while 95% of people think they are self-aware, in actuality, only 10 to 15% of the population is enjoying this beautiful, critical skill we call self-awareness, guys. So what do you think? Do you think you're part of that little 10, 15% of the population that's self-aware? Or do you think we have some work to do, baby? Because I'm about to give you the steps. So if you think you're straight, that's fine. But I'd take the insurance policy and keep listening because it's important, man. So, all right, let's get into it. How do you make sure you don't miss out, okay, on all the benefits of self-awareness? Start taking these simple steps today, like today, to ensure that you enjoy the evolutionary and transformative benefits that self-awareness in your personal and professional life will create for you, all right? All right. Step one, understand your life story, big things. And how it affects you and how you see in and like how it affects you and how you see yourself. Okay. So psychologists have been studying this thing called narrative identity. Okay. So it's called narrative identity. I'm not sure what I called it earlier, but that's the the proper term. Basically, it looks at how we tell ourselves about our lives and how that shapes the person we become. So what we tell ourselves about our lives and how that shapes who we become, okay? As research from Southern Methodist University shows, writing about difficult life experiences improves our psychological and mental health. The more you understand about yourself and how you see your life's events and how you deliberately heal from those will shape who you are and your chance at an improved success in life, okay? It's literally why I created Jesse's World, to give everyone a shot at a happy, healthy life by building a deeper understanding of self and then using that to change your destiny. It's literally why I created this, guys. So when I see it validated through official studies at universities and stuff, it just tickles my fancy because I'm like, yes, I want to make a change. I'm so dedicated to changing the world. I, I, I mean, my son told me today, I love him so much, man. I love my son. I love my son so much. Nobody knows. It's just so, I'm such a proud mom. He said to me today, mom, you, I, you do not shut up about helping people. So just that's because I do a few other things, you know, like work wise. So he said, just do that. Just focus on that. You won't shut up about it. <laughs> and it's true. And I mean, even, you know, I'll be honest, even when takeoff passed away, I I was, yeah, I was like crying in my bed, like, I just want to save the world. So I do, (laughs) I don't know. I do have that heart. I do want to save the world. So when I see like official studies validating the type of thing I'm doing with you guys at Jesse's World, I get so happy. Like, I just want to see everybody blessed, you know, and I know there's blessings for everybody. God gives us blessings. It's our birthright. Like we're born with them. So 
I know there's enough for everyone. And I'm, I'm so excited about this. So everyone needs to tune in. The whole wide world, everybody who has the cognitive ability from, you know, 15 and up needs to be even 14. Me at 12, I would have been able to understand it. Tune in and get it popping, guys. Let's work on our lives. All right. Two. Step two. Remember, we're talking now about implementation. Things you need to do to make this happen for you. Okay? Create a daily habit of self-reflection. I do this. I actually do this. And I love that I do this. I'm so validating. So, studies show that mindfulness can create changes in the actual brain. Like, it actually creates changes in your brain chemistry, neuropaths. Okay, so studies show that mindfulness can create changes in the brain and can help move you from anger and anxiety to a sense of calm and well-being. Self-reflection can come in many forms, okay? So you should find something that you enjoy. Um, It can be meditation, breath work, like what I've done with you here in Jesse's World and other episodes. Uh, a long hot shower. I love those where you just like meditate while you just let the hot water pour in you. I like my showers very, very hot. Um, yeah, obviously not scalding, but like I do like them pretty hot. So it's very relaxing. You know what I mean? So that's always blessed. Um, going for a nice walk. I do that daily. I love it. Love it. And I get a lot like when I'm, when I walk, I, I like if like, okay, like let's say I'm working on a website right now and I had a, a technical issue I had to work out. Okay. All right. And then I went on a walk and by the time I was done my walk, I had the answer to the question. But if I had just sat there, it wouldn't have came to me. I needed to, to step away from my work, but I also needed to clear, like clear my head to move. When you move, I don't know, it just frees you up. Like it's just blessed, you know? So Try that. Um, a nice daily walk could do it. I love sitting by the water too. I try to do that every now and then, a few times a week. Go by, go by the water. Even if you just have a coffee and chill. Look at the waves or whatever. So pretty, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm lucky. I live like five minutes from water, so I'm blessed that way. Uh, working out helps too. If I'm on the bike, I find cardio helps. I love dancing. I actually downloaded this dancing app the other day. It's fun. And then you can choose. Like if I'm being like, ah, it's just a break in between like work. I can choose like 10 minutes. Okay, dance around. Get your endorphins up. Back to work. Or you can choose something longer. So yeah, those are some things. But you can even just chill. Like just chill. Uh, maybe throw on a YouTube meditation, a guided meditation, and just let that do its trick. As long as you're doing something daily to, to kind of get you in the habit of self-reflection and just breathing and connecting with oneself. Okay. So number three, be open and coachable. So you need to be able to seek and receive honest feedback. Okay. But in doing that, you need to also filter it through, through critical thinking. Okay. This helps you become a better person. I've always been open to learning about myself where I can improve as a person. And for me, being my best self is far more important than saving face in the moment, than protecting an ego, than, um, I don't know, than being right. Like those things don't matter. Like self-actualization is a long journey and people 
showing me opportunities to improve myself, I feel like that's a gift. Like if you look at it from a corporate perspective and I do come from a corporate background, like when a person, like a customer complains, corporations love that because it allows them an opportunity to improve their processes and to create opportunity, like create better relationships with customers and improve their customer satisfaction ratings and all of this. What often happens is customers will leave, they're unhappy, and they'll never tell you that they're unhappy, they'll never tell you why, you won't be able to correct the error, and you won't be able to fix that relationship with that customer. It costs way more money to attract a customer than it does to retain one, so it's a lose-lose all around. So when someone gives you feedback in business, it's very positive. However, when you look at that from a life perspective, people often get upset and they don't want to hear critical um, feedback. They don't want to hear negative, what they perceive as negative, I'll say it's constructive feedback. But if you understand that you take that and you put it through your filter, you use your critical thinking to, anal- to analyze, is this true? Is there merit here? Is there something, do I have an opportunity for improvement? Then it's an opportunity. Or is it bullshit? And that's cool. Then 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 dash it away and move on. They like there's a thing, there's a saying, take what you like, leave the rest. I always tell people that when I give advice, I say take what you like, leave the rest, because you have to run it through your critical filter. Nobody knows your unique position like you do. You live your life, so you have a different view on your life than anyone else is gonna have. And so the negative is that you might not see the bird's eye view and someone can give you that. Someone else can give you that. So that's valuable. That's blessed. So don't take it as a diss. It's actually a really good thing. But at the same time, you know you. You know what I'm saying? So you have to run it through your filter too. And then boom, you get the best you guys. <laughs> I'm like the self-actualization man or, um, magician. Yeah, man. I'm just doing it. Doctor self-actualization. So yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just gave you gold there. I hope, I hope you really tap in. Um, okay. Number four guys go inward when making decisions. I cannot explain how important this is. I know that the first part of my life, like, especially as like a young teen, I would go outward for making my decisions. Like I literally remember it's so embarrassing (laughs) it's so embarrassing. I have to laugh. I remember my first, my first love, my first boyfriend. Um, I would think I should break up with him, but I wouldn't know if I should break up with him. So I would write on a piece of paper, break up with him. Don't break up with him and like put a line. So there was like left side, break up with him, right side, stay with him. Okay. And then I would call my closest friends and family members and I would ask them, do you think I should (laughs) break up with him or stay with him? And then based on their response, I would put a tick on the side of the paper that where their vote went. Right. And at the end I would tally up the votes and truthfully, truthfully, I'd love to say that I would then do, cause I'm pretty sure they said break up with him. Truthfully, I would have like two stays with him and, and four or five leave him. And I would probably go, okay, I'll stay with him. 
because truly I would put it through my own filter, my unique position, but also I, I wasn't going to leave him. I was not going to leave him at that time. So obviously that was a futile thing, but I was going outward for an inward answer. You need to go inward. And if 15 year old Jessica was doing that, then that means that's a very adolescent thing to do. So if we're still going outward for our answers, we're still like our growth is stunted somewhere and we need to kind of elevate past that and we need to unstick ourselves, guys. Okay. We need to unstick ourselves and we need to elevate. So go inward when making decisions personally and professionally. True leaders have a strong sense of self and they are driven by that internal desire to create, to express themselves, to succeed. And I see this in my sister. My, my big sister is so successful and she very has, she's skilled at going inward for her decisions. If she knows something's right, that's her path. And I love that. I respect the heck out of that. And I mean, I'm that way now, but I had really had to develop that muscle. But I, I always seen her do that. So I, th I think that's so dope. Um, this is the type of person that people will want to invest in personally and professionally because you can rely on inner drive as opposed to having an external forces be your driving factor because those external forces will change often, whereas internal direction is steadfast. Do you understand? Build your connection to self and strengthen your internal drive. Rev up your inner motivation so that it's a heated fire of desire, guys. That's what's going to bring you to your goals. That's the jet fuel you're looking for to catapult you to success. And you could hit me up because you will tell me this worked for you. You will. 150% you will. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Um, number five, be humble. Woo, this speaks to my soul. Be humble and teachable. Okay, you need to be willing to start where you are and build from there. This is very important. A lot of people don't wanna start on their dreams because they think, oh, it's, I, I'm, maybe they think it's too late in life. Maybe they think they're old, young, Whatever hurdle you think, they don't want to start at the beginning. They already built another career. They don't want to do a different one, whatever. No, just start where you are. It's okay. And, and be curious, actually. Be open. Strong leaders are happy to learn the ropes and to take the time to learn from masters until they themselves master the skill, okay? The road to success is a long one and learning is in every corner and you got to be humble and open to make your, to make you become a master faster. Okay. You got to believe that you need to be open and humble so you can become a master faster. Hey, catch that. Honestly. Um, I love being humble. I love it. People like to work with humble people. People like to interact with humble people. Everybody fucks with a humble person. Real talks. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody's like, Oh, I love that person. They're so humble. Nobody's like, Oh, I love that person. They're so egotistical, arrogant, and unapproachable. Nobody ever says that ever. Right? So yeah, man, stay humble. Humble doesn't mean you're downplaying yourself. It just means you're open. Yeah. Like if it was body language, egotistical, arrogant, unapproachable, angry, that's closed arms. That's like you're the child with your arms crossed, huffing and puffing. And then open, open, humble is like a hug. Who doesn't like someone ready to hug them? You understand? Mm -hmm. Nice open body language. Okay, that's that's being humble. 
Alrighty. So it also helps with your relationship development. And you learn so much more because people want to teach you. Nobody wants to teach a jerk. <laughs> like, nah, go learn it on your own. Not my problem. But if you're humble, everybody wants to help you. You're you're awesome. They'll say, oh, and they're very grateful. Gratitude matters. Manners matter. Oh, really, really matters, guys. All right, next. Build strong control over your emotions. I mean, I literally remember having to do this. this ugh. The day, I don't even know when it was, but the day I learned, I remember the feeling. The day I learned that my emotions are not in control of me, but I'm in control of them. That was a powerful day. I think that relationships would have been a lot easier for me when I was younger. If I understood that I was in control of my emotions and not that my emotions controlled me. I think it would have been easier for me to deal with the fact that I didn't have parents and certain other adversities I'd faced if I understood that emotions are temporary. Emotions are what you, they're feeling. It, it's fleeting. It comes, it goes. It might hurt depending on what's going on. You know, it might hurt, but it won't last. Trust everything passes when it comes to emotions. It's a weighted, it's a weighted out thing. And uh, yeah. And then controlling your emotions is important too because sometimes you don't even have all the facts. You could rail up over something and then look stupid. Like it could it could break relationships in that moment because you popped off and you shouldn't have. Later on when you look back, it's not even as big of a deal as you thought it was. Um, it could, obviously you can't really be a leader in business if you don't have control of your emotions, Right? If it's, if it's really, 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 really bad and you have like total lack of control, well, you could be, you could be susceptible to, to aggression, um, to even breaking the law, to hurting another person. Um, this is not good. (laughs) That would be really bad. So it could be light work. Like it could just be like, oh, I'm sad. Or it could be like real, you know, could be bad. So, hmm, so you need to control that. If I hope you have control over that, but it's, it's, it's an important skill. So I have to mention it. Okay. Successful entrepreneurs do not let fear. So if we're talking about business, do not let fear or anger take over or control their decision-making capabilities. Could you imagine how dangerous that might be for a corporation or a political leader, let's say? Fear and anger make it difficult to reach mastery, okay? As these emotions disconnect people from their rational thought. And rational thought keeps someone in touch with their whole battlefield, creating the space for good decision-making and propelling the leader beyond petty emotion towards success, which is what we all want. Self-control is necessary ingredient for success. All right, guys, self-control. All right. A few more guys. So you need to build your emotional intelligence, which is your ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflict. This is a critical skill that's important in life and in business. So 
We just said we don't, we want you to control your emotion in terms of not displaying anger or not reacting to people and stuff like that. But building to another level of mastery, after you've done that, you need to, to grow beyond it and really invest in your own emotional intelligence. Seek out the knowledge and, and build that skill. Next, you want to build your ability to assess and to make smart calculated risks that will propel your success while minimizing your risk. Okay, so you need to assess situations, take a step back, bird's eye view, calculate the risk, make smart decisions, propel you forward, minimize risk. Number nine, you need to be patient. And that's a big skill that helps in business, in friendship, in love life, everywhere, man. Patience is truly a virtue. Stay curious. Oh, I love being curious, you know. Keeps life interesting. But I, I, I have an active curiosity. Like, I'm curious all the time. And I feel like it keeps life interesting. Uh, it makes you do bold, like for me, it makes me do bold things I would not normally do because I just love satisfying my curiosity. It's fun and it's definitely a key ingredient to success because you're willing to try new things and you're willing to have a light heart and be open and it's awesome. All right, two more guys. You guys stay humble. Well, we talked about humble and when the ego talk takes over and, um, it pulls us away from self-awareness and quality reasoning. And now you're operating in your lower self. So you got to resist that temptation and stay humble. Everyone loves working with and chilling with a humble person. So I felt like that, that needed its own mention. And then last and not least, keep learning, man. School of life never ends. School of life never ends. At the rate of societal, economical, tech, and other changes in life, you must be astute and engaged in continuous learning to maintain a competitive edge and quite frankly, to maintain competency. You cannot even be competent anymore if you are not continually learning because things change at the speed of light. Okay, guys, there you have it. Now you know what self-awareness is, why you need it, and how to achieve it. And... You know, I'll never leave you hanging. So I hope that that really helps you. I hope you learned a ton today. And you already know, we're moving on to the gods and the goddesses. That's you and me, folks. So gods and goddesses. Okay, let's do... We did a lot of work today. We worked hard. We did heavy lifting. Heavy, heavy. So let's chill out. Let's hang out, guys. What do you think? You want to do a guided meditation today around self-awareness? Um, I think that's what we should do. Let's do a guided meditation. Let's do some breaths. Deep breath in. And out. You want to do it again? Okay, let's go. In. Hold it. And out. When you do it out, like, do it through pierced lips, like you're kissing, Mwah. okay? Okay, deep breath in through the nose. Feels so good. And out through pierced lips. 
This helps your amygdala. In through the nose. Slowly out through the pierced lips. This really helps calm your stress response. Guys, this is so good for you. In through the nose. Hold. Out through pierced lips. You guys earned this. Like, if you're tapped in and doing it, you should be so proud of yourself. I laid so much on you today. In through the nose. Hold. Out through pierced lips. I laid so much on you guys today. Keep breathing. Today, I just want to take you on a guided meditation into self. Okay, keep going with your deep breaths while I guide you through the nose, out through the lips. And let's elevate our inner narrative, okay? What is the story of your life? In through the nose, out through the lips. How has that story shaped who you are today? You can just answer these questions to yourself as you keep your breath going. Is it propelling you forward or is it holding you back? Are you willing to heal your past trauma and let it go forever in through the nose out through the mouth are you willing to focus on solutions in through the nose out through the mouth let's consider solution based identity what are the challenges that you face today? In through the nose. Hold. And out through pierced lips. Nice. And slow. What are the challenges you face today? And what solutions could help you achieve the goals you desire. Picture yourself putting those solutions into place, like actually visualize it while you breathe in. Nice, deep breath. And then out. See yourself creating solutions in your mind's eye. Picture the solutions working in your favor as you're putting them into place. In through your nose, you're seeing that they are working in your favor and you are resolving your challenges. Mm-hmm. 
picture you enjoying the benefit of your positive attitude. That's right. I'm so proud of you. And breathe in. Hold. Out. Okay. Picture yourself enjoying how amazing your life is now that you are entirely focused on solutions, that you've put solutions in place, that your problems have dissolved, resolved. Breathe in. Build that inner burning desire for success and achievement. In. You are your motivation. You are propelling you into the best lifestyle for you. You are not affected by outside realities. Your inner self has a relentless, unwavering desire to succeed. In, out, you must feed this inner fire. You are so fired up. Mm. You are so excited. You are unwilling to do anything that removes your focus from success. In. And because you are feeding your fire, you are winning. You are winning. You have won. Breathe in. Breathe deep. And out. Stay in that feeling of winning. Stay in that feeling of self-love. Breathe in. Hold. Out. Stay in that feeling of self-success. You did this. You can do this. You've got this. You're a winner. I told Totally believe in you. I love you. A couple more breaths. As you enjoy the feeling of that guided meditation. Of accessing your solutions. Of feeling your triumph of staying in manifestation mode. All right, guys, it's time for your quote. Today's quote, everything I need to win, I can tap from within by Jessica Lambert. All right, I got an affirmation for you guys and we're going to wrap it up. You did hard work today and I'm proud of every one of you. All right, I am a winner. I know 
My story has ups and downs. I will let the ups lift me and the downs inform me. I will replay the past. I will not replay the past in my mind. I know I need that mental space to build a successful, happy future. I am so committed to my success, to my joy, to my happiness, that I am willing to focus on nothing but achieving my joy. I am fully invested in me. I love myself so much. I know every future win helps heal a past woe. And I know I have the internal drive and inner fire to take me higher. Just like Jay-Z said, I'm a P-I-M-P, person improving my position. Direct quote from Christopher James Johnson. Yeah, man. One of my best friends, CJ, Christopher James Johnson, always says he's a P-I-M-P, person improving his position. So that's his quote. I'll never take credit for anyone's work but my own. But I love it because it fits. All right? All right. I'm going to tell you the affirmation one more time. I think you deserve it. I am a winner. I know my story has ups and downs. I will let the ups lift me and the downs inform me. I will not replay the past in my mind. I know I need that mental space to build a successful, happy future. I am so committed to my inner success, to my joy, to my happiness, that I am willing to focus on nothing but achieving my joy. I am fully invested in me. I love myself so much. I know every future win will help heal the past woe. And I know I have the internal drive and the inner fire to take me higher. Jessica Lambert. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Jesse's World, episode 21. And come back every week for new episodes, okay? Listen, let's continue to work on becoming our best selves together. We're here for the long haul. We committed, baby. This is, this is a real journey, a transformative experience, and your life will improve if you continue working on, you know, working on you. And let's do this together, one week at a time, one episode at a time. I'm your host, Jessica Vibes with a Z. Okay, follow me on Instagram, J-E-S-S-I-C-A-V-I-B-E-Z. And follow our show at Jessie's World XO. Um, peace and love, guys. Can't wait to see you next week. Big hugs.